What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast, Pop Culture Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interwebs, check us out on your favorite podcasting app, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, always forget, iTunes. And also check us out at kfpodcast.com, where we uh, upload all of our content weekly. Um, I want to say thank you for checking us out on the Facebook preview, where we're going to talk about what we're, what's going on this week. Uh, so we're going to be a little quieter than usual because Don's on vacation. So you just get me, Brock, and Justin this week. Which No, no Don. Is, is this the first time we've ever done it without Don? This is uh, this is the first time the three of us have ever done it without Don. I, did a, I think I did a solo SoundCloud last year when he went on vacation. Yeah. It's just weird not having him around. It is weird. <laughs> it's a lot quieter. It's a lot more subdued. <laughs> it's not the audience enjoys it much more. <laughs> oh man! But so, uh, Justin, what do we got going on the show today? Uh, so this week was a big week in news because San Diego Comic Con happened, and so we've got kind of crickets from DC. Uh, there wasn't; they kind of skipped San Diego Comic Con, so not much from there. But a ton of Marvel news. Um, we got a couple new trailers and some uh, some things that came out for future movies. Uh, same thing for Marvel. A ton of TV and streaming news uh, for the new Disney Plus. A uh, little bit of Arrowverse. A uh, little bit of DC streaming universe news. Um, quite a bit of toy news. Again, San Diego Comic Con brings toys. Uh, yeah. And then we've got uh, a little bit of video game news too that I wasn't prepared for. But Brock, uh, thankfully, brought us up to, uh, or will br- will bring us up to date. But uh, other than that, this has been the Facebook free preview. We hope you stick around and listen to the rest of the show. You stuck around. You're in it for yeah. the long haul. Thank you. And we're going to break down some, mostly, this is all pretty much a San Diego Comic-Con recap. Pretty much it is. And we'll, we're going to go into... Uh, Probably next week when Don's back, we'll go into a lot more detail on uh, on the MCU stuff. Um, but uh, we're going to cover a little bit of it today. But first, box office numbers. Oh, finally. Big, big news this week. So starting off, we're going to keep you guys in suspense. Uh, the Lion King won the box office this past weekend. $191 million. Damn. Um, that's big money for like a non comic book. <laughs> and I realize it's the Lion King, um, but that's big money. Yeah. For an opening it's weekend. It set some kind of record for a July opening, I believe. I did yeah. not see that, but it would not surprise me. Um, did, we, did we have the numbers for that movie yet? Like, did we know what would it was going to be um, like? What it needed to break even, or what, what what kind of goals it needed to have? Uh, no, but I can look that up really quick. Because okay. I, I feel like it's an expensive movie, and 190 million dollars on a weekend sounds awesome. But I'm wondering, with all the advertisement and how much it costs for the the, the digital animation, like where it's going to break even. I feel like it's going to be a lot, especially with the actors too that they have in this. Yeah, now, they did Brock, have a, a kind pretty of ridiculous movie. cast. Did you go and see this yet? You and Diana? I have not gone to see it yet. The reported budget, according to ScreenRant.com, 
was two hundred and sixty million dollars. Okay. Ouch. Um, makes it the most expensive modern live action Disney remake. Uh, the Jungle Book cost one hundred and seventy five. Uh, Dumbo and Aladdin were 170 and 183 respectively. Um, but an opening weekend of 191, I think, is very respectable because worldwide. So that was the opening weekend. Domestic total as of right now is 243. The foreign is over 350. So this is already at almost 600 million. Oh, it's it's wow. good to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's gonna get a billion. Yeah, this this will be a billion dollar movie. Um, and I I gotta say though, I think in the U.S. I think the heat wave over the weekend helped this movie because Probably. I had like I had like like five or six people in my Facebook feed that I saw trying to beat the heat out seeing Lion King with the family. You know, like I yeah. think people were trying to get out of the heat going into air conditioning, and a, a two hour movie was a good way to do that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Brock, did you say if you and Diana saw it? We have not seen it. Okay. You guys are probably going to go see this, though, right? This is your... Yeah, we plan on it. We just haven't had, had a chance yet. Why not, Brock? I mean, you have a one-year-old. You just have plenty of time to go see movies now. Right? I could just take her. That's what other people do. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Why do you care about other people's viewing enjoyment? Just go do whatever you want to do, and then there you go. Well, and I mean, so I realize I just got back, and I haven't spent that much time around Hope, but she seems like a pretty calm, good oh, base. Oh, well, she totally would. Yeah, she's totally she good. is. Some, so. The people that would take their kid are the ones that wouldn't be able to handle it for two hours. To true. Hour. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, moving on with the weekend box office, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home comes in second. With just over 21 million, um, that's another one that's approaching the billion dollar mark, uh, which means that um, Marvel will regain creative control. Right. They still won't own the rights, that's but they will, they will regain creative control over Spider-Man, which is cool. Now, um, do we ever find out if that's the entire Spider-Verse as well, or is it just Spider-Man? That's a good, like, that's a good question that I don't have an answer to. Okay. It may just be like Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Which is whatever. Like, you can almost, That's if enough. you wanted to, like, because of the success of, like, Into the Spider-Verse, all these other things that they've shown can be, like, fractures of fractures of the web of this, the, the, you know, Spider-Man multiverse. Yeah, well, we can talk about that a little bit when we get into more movie news oh. uh, with some announcements that came out. Um, rounding out the top three in the box office was Toy Story 4 at $15.5 million. I feel like there's hype, the hype of that's died down. I, I think it. it I think well it has too. But maybe it was it's just too still, much. I mean, money. still be making that kind of money this far in. How long has that been out now, Brock? Like seven or eight weeks, I think. Oh really? Maybe not really? Is, wow. That's I, I didn't that realize long. it had been out that long. Let me um, check on that. And then the We're big so news. <laughs> while while Brock is looking up that information, the big news. Avengers Endgame came in 11th place in the box office this weekend, grossing $1.5 million. However, that puts the domestic total at $854.7 million, 
and the worldwide gross at $2.79 billion, passing Avatar to become the largest worldwide movie ever. All right. This is awesome. It's amazing. Avatar has been dethroned. Um, It only took Endgame uh, 12 and a half weeks, I believe, was the official timeline to pass Avatar. Avatar was in theaters for something like 48 weeks or something. like. It was a ridiculous number. Um, Yeah. It was most of a year, I think. Nine months, maybe, something like that. Um, And Endgame did it in 12 weeks. Um, That's crazy. I don't think there's anything that's going to do these kind of numbers for a long time. Yeah. Uh, somebody was joking today, though, that Mr. Rogers is going to beat Endgame. <laughs> I think that was my wife. It was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was your wife. <laughs> I think it was Mindy it's on the other one. right. Oh, my God. Let, let, can we just talk, talk about, did you guys see that trailer? Yes. Uh, like scene when everyone starts singing to him, I got emotional. And I don't know why. Serious. Yes, I fully agree. Fully agree. Um, like, serious feels. That was... Yeah. I, I can't believe that trailer affected me like it did. Yeah, it's going to be a great movie. But I actually my, have friends that worked on the set in Pittsburgh. And really? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we're able to, like, take some of my uh, friends' kids down and, like, be on the set for the movie and stuff. It was pretty cool. So I had, I had a friend from high school. She took her kids... This was just like last week. Apparently, the one set is still up somewhere. Yeah. And they, they went and visited the set, but obviously the movie's already done. But yeah, they got to go and visit the set and see it. Yeah, I think they're keeping it maybe for some reason, unless they do something with the behind museum. There's some talk about what they might do with it. So I heard somebody uh, saying they want to take the one set and like install it as a new exhibit at the children's museum. That yeah, that's what that I, sorry, I said the wrong. Yeah, because it's 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 like an exact replica of the sound stage from the television show. Cool. So. Awesome. What'd you find out, Brock? Five weeks. Okay. <laughs> so not, not as long as I thought. All right. It All right. seems like it's been around forever. But still five weeks, that movie still making 15 and a half million is good money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such as other competition of the, the same genre. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. All right, let's jump into some movie news. We'll start with DC because they have one thing. Um, The big Comic-Con announcement from DC was Superman Red Sun animated movie is is coming at some point. I don't know this storyline. What was that? I don't don't know this storyline at all, the Red Sun. Oh, this is probably one of my favorite Superman storylines. Brock, what about you? I've always enjoyed it too. I think it's it's very fitting for the uh, current world we live in. So let's explain it quickly for Justin and any listeners that haven't heard of it. All right. How about I'll uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, Brock. The this is set in if Superman instead of crashing in Kansas, he would have crashed in and uh, Soviet Russia. Correct. <laughs> okay. During the height of the Cold War. Yeah. And him and Wonder Woman become um, super soldiers for the Soviet Army during the Cold War. And they pretty much are 
tip the tides in the scale. So Russia wins is a dominant country in America. And then I want to say the USA has Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. And Bizarro. And, and Bizarro. Because they, don't they sample him and make Bizarro? Mm-hmm. It's like, I know. I was, I and there's Batman. Batman is what? Batman Kanoff? Mm-hmm. And he is a Russian rebel who's trying to fight the government. So he's like a, you know, he's an oppressed civilian. So Bruce Wayne isn't in Gotham. He's in, in Moscow with dealing with Superman and oh uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that might be worth a watch. <laughs> I tell there... you what, it's only like a six issue story. I, I'm sure you can either buy it's always in print from DC or it's probably find it for free online. It's worth the read. It's great. Okay, I'll check and it out. I don't know, Brock, did you read the second one? I think they got kind of, I think they did another run of it, and it was kind of off the rails from there for me. I didn't even know a second one existed. So. Maybe I get confused with the Bizarro stuff towards the end. Cause I maybe. Feel like, yeah. Maybe it was two volumes of graphic novel. Maybe it was 12 issues. It's me being out of the game. I don't know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll have to look for it. It's worth a read. Cool. Definitely. So moving on to the MCU, um, I, I, in my opinion, the MCU won Comic-Con. Um, everybody thought they were going to hold all this until their D23 conference, and they came to Comic-Con Hall H and completely announced their entire Phase 4 lineup. All the movies and streaming shows between uh, starting in 2020 with um, the Black Widow movie all the way through t- the end of 2021 with Thor 4, Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> oh, wow. um, so to start with, um, we've got, uh, oh, and I will preface this. I talked to Don earlier. Don wanted me to let all of our listeners know he is not happy with phase four so far. Uh, of course he is. <laughs> of course he's not. Um, but anyway, so, and I think this is a little weird, but I'm hopeful. Uh, the May 1st, 2020 movie is the black widow solo film. It's confirmed. It's confirmed to be taking place after civil war and before infinity war. And the main villain is going to be taskmaster. Okay. It's all stuff that we thought like. Yeah. Rumors and things that have come out. Um, I'm sure they're going to do a little bit of backstory, um, of her like upbringing, becoming Black Widow, um, but the big thing they said that the, the that was kind of talked about is this movie is going to um, foreshadow and explain the choice she made in Endgame. Okay. And and it, it this is going to be her character path as to why she sacrificed herself in Endgame. Spoiler alert! It's been out for twelve and a half weeks. Deal with it. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we, we open the comic book summer movie season with Black Widow. Um, then we have the summer off. Uh, Eternals is the next movie coming out November 6th of 2020. Uh, they announced the full cast of characters that they're going to have. Um, Richard Madden, who was uh, Rob Stark uh, in Game of Thrones, is playing Icarus. Uh, we have Angelina Jolie playing Thena. Um, Kumal Nanjiani playing Kingo, Don, a guy named Don Lee playing Gilgamesh, 
uh, Brian Tyree Henry playing Fastos, uh, Lauren Riddlehoff playing Makari, uh, Leah McHugh playing Sprite, and this was a surprise, Selma Hayek playing Ajak. So I... Now, when you say those words, the names of these people, none of them come to mind, except for maybe Gilgamesh and what is the main guy? Uh, Icarus? Icarus. Yeah. Um, so apparently, Selma Hayek's character is the leader of the team. Um, Ajax. I guess, yeah. But it's, and that was funny, because like when I looked, when I was trying to look this up, it's, it's A-J-A-K. And all the websites were spelling it Ajax, like the Deadpool <laughs> villain Ajax. Okay. And it's not. It's Ajax, A-J-A-K. And they're gender-bending a few of these characters. Um, okay, it's a that young, makes sense, because that's what I thought. Yeah. It's a young girl playing Sprite. Um, I'm pretty sure Selma Hayek's character is a guy in the comics. Um... In fact, I think the whole team is men except for Thena, and that Lauren Riddlehoff, the Makari, I think is also a guy in the comics. Um, but I don't know, like the Don Lean, the Brian Tyree Henry, I don't know most of these people. But Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Kumail Nanjiani, and Selma Hayek are all fantastic actors. Um, so I think this could be cool. They're going to, I guess they're going to talk about the Celestials a little bit. There's speculation that Thanos might make an appearance. Yeah, uh, this is an eternal. So, could be cool. Yeah, I mean, if they delve into the backstory that Thanos is the a bastard eternal because he doesn't look like anyone else. He was, like, he was the mutant of the eternal species, so. They get into that. That was all brought up in the last, like, five years. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, the next movie in the lineup, uh, February 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, we are getting the real Mandarin. And uh, they haven't specifically said whether it's physically the Ten Magic Rings or if it's just the organization, the Ten Rings. Um, but they also announced the casting uh, Simu Liu who I'd never heard of is playing Shang-Chi and Tony the young will be the Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know those actors. Me either. I'm uh, sure it, it's kind of funny. Apparently this Simu Liu guy, um, back in 2014 tweeted at Marvel about like, basically just in a funny way, like, making making some comment about hey how about an asian lead character and hey. now he's playing shang chi <laughs> hey. you, get, you get what you ask for sometimes sometimes yeah <laughs> uh and then this one the next one uh in the may like the may summer opener in 2021 dr strange in the multiverse of madness i i'm excited for this movie um so this is, like I said, this is going to open up the summer movie season. Apparently Scarlet Witch is also going to be in this movie. And the events of her streaming show, WandaVision, are going to lead directly into this movie. So that was one of the complaints, not complaints, but one of the things that Dawn said was 
Disney now making it so you have to get their streaming service so you can pick up the whole story and know everything because the streaming show is going to affect the events of the Doctor Strange sequel. But isn't this what we wanted out of the Netflix shows? Like it yeah. is, it is. Um, so yes, and he was always the one that bitched about that the most. So I don't know why he's irritated about it now. <laughs> he was that Guardians two didn't have enough to do with the other movies. That's yeah. true. That's true. You just can't make him happy. Oh, God. <laughs> he listens. He's going to be yelling at us. I, can I know. Now. I can't wait. <laughs> He'll call me. <laughs> um, and then ending the phase four um, in t- November 5th of 2021 for Love and Thunder, where we are going to get the most recent Mighty Thor storybook line from the or comic line from the storyline from the comics sorry uh and natalie portman is going to reprise her role as jane foster and take up the mantle of mighty thor i'm fine with it mm-hmm. i actually read it i actually read not the whole series but i read a bunch of those and they were pretty good um good i feel like a lot of when it first came out it felt like they were trying to gender appropriate Thor. And I, on the podcast, we talked about that a lot. Yeah. I feel like this in a movie, you know, this kind of is a a good spot for Thor. Like he can be a, we all want to see what's his name. Liam, whatever his name is. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. His brother's Liam Hemsworth, right? He's an actor. Yeah. I think so. All right. So we all want to see Chris Hemsworth do more. I'm fine with doing him as Thor Odin's son with, you know, hanging out with the Guardians or, you know, maybe they he's a side character. They do a Valkyrie movie or kind of explore other stuff. Or if he's just around in the other Thor movies. But, you know, Natalie Portman takes a lead as the female as as Mighty Thor. Like, I'm fine with it to see how it is. I think, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to, I love Thor and Taki Watiti is coming back to direct. Um, so, you know, it's going to be funny and the Korg I'm sure will be back, um, which will be cool. They, an, again, another diversity thing. They announced officially that Valkyrie is the first true LGBT character in the Marvel universe. Um, Didn't they kind of already announce that? Did I miss that in Ragnarok? I thought they just kind of assumed that I, that that chick that died was like her, her like yeah, but they never came out and said they, it. Yeah, they never came out directly and said it. And I have a feeling in this she's going to have a love interest. Um, again, Thor, Love and Thunder, Valkyrie. We're going to get to see Valkyrie kiss a girl. Woohoo! <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, so ending ending phase four with Thor. Um, some notable absences. Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians 3. Um, all teased, but future stuff beyond 2021. They the you know, Kevin Feige said they weren't ready. Um, they weren't ready to talk about phase five yet. Uh, they thought they were gonna blow people's minds enough just by announcing the first two years. Um so, you know, we'll see, uh, see what happens. He did tease Fantastic Four, um, possibly for phase five, I think. Um, he has officially now he has control of Fantastic Four. 
uh, the mutants and Deadpool. Um, okay. Those are all under his umbrella now. So it'll just be a matter of time before we see what, you know, what they do with it. Um, I find it hard to believe that some of those movies aren't coming out in the next two to three years. Well, that's what, I mean, they end with November, 2021. So they gave us the next two years of, of their movie slate. And then what we'll talk about in a bit with their, their streaming service. So there's a lot in the next two years. Um, there's, let me look real quick. Uh, one, two, three, four, there's five streaming shows coming out in 2020 and 2021. Um, that's a lot. I didn't think about that. So, and those are going to be like six, what I've heard, what they're reporting is six to eight episode, um, basically movies, uh, that they're going to do over six to eight episodes. So, um, they're putting a lot of money into it. Watch them to know what's going on. (laughs) Apparently we do since WandaVision is going to tie into, uh, the, the second Dr. Strange. Um, (laughs) But uh, and then the big surprise that even some of the people unless that, you know, they could have been acting. But when they announced a new blade coming in phase five with and I can never pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Ma Mara Marshala Ali. He was the guy that played Cottonmouth in yeah. um, Luke Cage. He is officially going to be. Uh, blade in the new blade reboot um and that i guess is for phase five so blade's gonna be part of the mcu which is cool i like it yeah that's exciting he's a great actor well he also too it gives someone for dr strange to go down more supernatural aspects of the mcu when they haven't really gone into Mm mm-hmm um then the last bit of MC movie news, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, we already kind of talked about this, very close to crossing a billion dollars globally, uh, which should revert creative control back to uh, Marvel. Um, Sony will still own the rights and the distribution rights, but um, Marvel will be able to dictate, at the very least, Peter Parker, uh, what they can do with him in their in their universe. So um, that's cool as well. Yep. Um, a couple other quick movie news things. Um, trailer for Top Gun Maverick, which I liked a lot more than I thought I was gonna. I um, I it's it. it it feel it it's Top Gun. They had the the theme. Um, Tom Cruise on a motorcycle wearing mirrored aviator sunglasses. It it I liked it a lot more than I thought I was, and it kind of made me. I'm probably gonna watch the original top gun this weekend um <laughs> just it, it it i liked it a lot more than i thought i was gonna and one you know how tom cruise is a little crazy as far as stunts and everything go apparently the report is there are reports that are saying he made all the cast members actually learn to fly the f-18s that they used in the movie yeah. um because yeah. apparently he learned to fly and the stunts that are showing him flying, like the in-cockpit views, it's actually him flying the damn airplane. Frivolous. Frivolous. <laughs> no need for it. It makes it so much more authentic, Ken. Uh, who cares? Justin's <laughs> the only one of the four of us that are going to see this that stupid movie. 
have no That's desire true. to see it. Pro- probably true. Probably true. Unless Deuce comes back as a zombie. That's the only way I'm going to see it. Spoiler alert. It came out 30 effing years ago. <laughs> um, so then another trailer that came out that was really weird. The cat, uh, the Cats, the Broadway musical. Oh, that's getting shit can everywhere. I know. They turned it into a movie and it looks friggin' weird. Um, the cast is like fantastic, but what they did they, they made them look so weird um it they're like i don't i don't even know how to describe it it just it's weird um so there's that cats my mom will probably <laughs> want to see that um uh, another thing i was really excited about uh jay and silent bob reboot the red band trailer dropped um it is uh filthy i love it uh Ben Affleck is back. Um, well, so hold, hold McNeil is coming back. Kevin has his, his, uh, his best friend back. He, he did a big Instagram thing about that. Um, a ton of like celebrity cameos, method man and red man are in this. Um, Chris, this, Jericho's, in Chris Jericho's in it. Um, th- this is going to be hilarious and I cannot wait for it. Although I am not spending fifty dollars to seven hundred dollars to go see the movie and and get in a room with kevin and jay because i've been come there. on seven hundred dollars no way man not not worth it come on um, yeah come on <laughs> uh then zombie land double tap the zombie land sequel there was a poster released that's coming out in october i just want a trailer for it because i love the first one um i don't i don't want to i don't want i don't care about this movie Really? It yeah, just, I like the it, first one. It didn't need to. It didn't need a sequel. Okay, I, I'll fair, fair enough. Um, and then I've, it feels like a money grab to me because Walking Dead got popular and they've been trying to put this on for like five years now. It was going to be a TV show, and now Woody Harrelson's going to do a sequel. I I don't really care. Like you missed it. You missed your window. I'm over it. It is. It does seem like a long time. Um, but I love the original, so I'm going to give it a shot. That, and I love Emma Stone, so. I have you a can watch. What's I've up, never bro? seen Zombieland. You need, you, you should watch it. It is, the first, it, it is, re, it's good. Yeah, I liked, I enjoyed the first one. I just don't see the point at the, after the ending to make a sequel. Yeah, it was definitely, they, they definitely left it to where there was no need for a sequel, but. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I also get annoyed about all the Bill Murray love, like, cause he's in it and everyone's like, Oh, oh yeah, so that's it. I'm the one guy that's not a huge Bill Murray fan, I guess. That's all right. Uh, anything else in movie news that you guys have? No. All right. Yeah. Cool. We beat that to death. Uh, TV <laughs> show and streaming news. Um, Falcon and the winter soldier confirmed fall of 2020 and the daniel brule the guy who played um baron zemo in uh was it civil war yes uh he is coming back and they showed the comic accurate outfit for baron zemo the purple mask everything so the real baron zemo is coming back good uh, WandaVision, spring of 2021. Um, 
is like I've, I've already mentioned is going to tie into Doctor Strange. Um, also, they've cast a woman named Taona Paris, who is going to be playing the grown-up version of Monica Rambeau. Cool. Okay. Oh, I thought she okay. Yeah. So, so they've they've cast her as an adult uh, for the WandaVision show. Um, also, spring of 2021, Loki, um, and they confirmed that it is following the Loki that escaped. Spoiler alert! During Endgame, and they show him um, some of the images that have come out. Basically, he's he's either hopping through time. Or they are doing flashbacks and showing him at different time periods affecting like events like world government events. Um, so they, they haven't said whether he's time traveling or if this is just like a replay of what he did before all this started. Interesting. I like it. Um, the next one, uh, the what if. Marvel What If, the animated series that's going to be happening, is summer 2021, and they've already confirmed at least 25 of the MCU actors are going to be back to voice their characters for the animated show. This is amazing. I think this is a bit the point. This is probably the most exciting thing I'm about in this these announcements. It sounds cool. One of the big rumors is they're going to do one that What If. uh, Agent Carter got the sol- Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers. I heard there's rumors there's going to do a what if with the Marvel Zombies as well. That would be cool. Yeah. Because it's, so it's animated. I mean, they could do whatever they want and they yeah. could make these like crazy, which I think will be amazing. Um, the only question I have is I wonder. No, it's a what if, so it wouldn't tie into the M. They can't tie it into the MCU like like right. Star Wars does with their animated stuff. Um, yeah, which is perfect because we don't. I mean, we don't need it to be. It can just be yeah. its own its own thing. Uh, so then the last streaming ser- or streaming show that they announced was uh, Hawkeye, uh, coming in the fall of 2021, and there's no casting for this yet, except confirming that Jeremy Renner will be back, um, and it's going to be him mentoring Kate Bishop. I'm alright with that. Yeah. I think that's great. It leads into Young Avengers, which is gonna, which is a great team. They have a lot of youth and can kind of, you know, it, it, nothing but good things. Yeah, and and I, you're right. I think it could lead to a Young Avengers because people were asking Kevin Feige about like what the next team's gonna look like, and he said it's gonna be very different from the Avengers team you know. He said there'll be some some faces you know and some faces you haven't seen yet. Um, so they know what the next team looks like. They're just not telling us. <laughs> Fair I'm sure this, the, the multiverse thing is really going to be a big, that Dr. Strange movie is going to be huge. It's going to be a lot of, I feel like explaining what's happened after the, that one division, I think is going to be a lot of what's going on in the future of the MCU. I, yeah, I agree. I think you're right. Cause it's going to um, be real cosmic. Like it's not going to be. And I don't mean it to be like cosmic, like Galactus. I feel like it's just going to make it bigger. And so instead of having how we always like street teams, like we have, you know, like Luke Cage and those guys in the street, it's going to be Earth is going to be one part of the Marvel U. And then like Guardians will probably be going between stuff. And then they'll pick a couple 
worlds to go from there. So, That's okay. My um, and then Agents of Shield was confirmed. They're going to end that after season seven. Um, I don't even know that that matters anymore. I guess since the snap, they've like completely, or even before the snap, they've like completely diverted away from being tied to the MCU. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, then obviously the blade casting completely puts to rest any connection between the Netflix shows and the MCU. Yep, so, right. you know, they're separating things, hopefully using this to uh, reconnect things on the, uh, the Disney plus streaming network. Did you guys see the, uh, the boys trailer that was just released the new prime? I don't think so. No. Okay. They just they released the final trailer and it was even bloodier than the first two trailers they released. Um, it shows one of the one of the heroes. There's a guy. Um, he's standing on a sidewalk with his girlfriend, and I think she's like a step off the curb, standing in the street. And a superhero runs by, like at super speed, and like runs into her, and she just explodes. Yeah, I and the guys. That. The guy's just standing, left standing there with her hands in his hands. Like, that's all that's, that's left. That's right out of the comic, too. I remember yep. that scene vividly from the comic. Okay, yep. and that apparently is what, that event is what gets him on the side of being against the superheroes. Okay. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, everything I've watched on Amazon Prime so far has been great, so... I just don't feel like paying for it. I don't use it enough. I know you guys get it free with your Prime membership. I think I'm the only person in Western America that doesn't, or, you know, civilized. I don't have my own have Prime membership. Amazon That's Prime. the thing. Yeah, so I can't get the video. Oh, you don't have Prime either? I have a, a, a shared Prime account with somebody. Okay. I'm, I'm like one of their family members, which means you don't get the video. You just get the free shipping. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So... Um, yeah. we'll have to have parties. I'll invite you guys over and we can just watch the episodes <laughs> of my house. There we go. Um, so a little bit of Arrowverse news, uh, bring in some DC stuff. Uh, the big story for this year is going to be crisis on infinite earths. Uh, they're doing a few cool things. Uh, Brandon Routh, who has been playing, um, Adam, uh, the Adam is actually going to be playing. He's reprising his Superman role. That's uh, awesome. For- for the crisis storyline. So he's actually going to play Superman. Um, they've cast John Diggle's son for some, uh, some flash of forwards, I guess. Uh, Supergirl revealed a new skirtless suit. She's Ooh. getting rid of the skirt going full blue pants. Uh, okay. Wally, Wally West is coming <laughs> back to the show as a regular. Um, Tom Cavanaugh, the guy that played, um, uh, zoom or harrison wells yeah harrison wells um he's playing a new character for crisis he's playing um the version of pariah which apparently is a big flash villain um katie lots who has played both the black canary and the white canary has teased that she is going to be the one true black canary post-crisis and the villain blood work is coming to flash as well um oh and the batwoman season one villain it looks like it's going to be hush that's cool that's weird uh, well, how do you have hush without bruce wayne 
Well, I mean, Bruce Wayne, he exists in the universe. He's just not there. But why the hell would Hush care about Batwoman? I don't know. It seems like a strange one. Like, I could get, like, Riddler and Two-Face or something like that, but Hush is, like, that's so specific to Bruce Wayne. Like, not just Batman, but, like, like he didn't really go after Dick Grayson or anyone either in the Hush storyline, did he? Well, no. but if, I mean, if you think about again, this may be a rights thing. CW may not be able to do the big Batman villains um, because they have. I mean, Gotham was on Fox, so yeah, maybe I don't know. It's still strange. It, yeah, it's, they, there's probably other villains they could have chosen, but um, but yeah, so that's gonna be Hush. And then they've got an old school um, actor re. Um, Probably not reprising his role, but is going to be coming on to special guest star uh, Burt Ward. The original Robin yeah. is going to be playing a role in the Crisis event. So I thought I that was mean, cool. What was that? Remember, there was this the first Nightwing where they that there was a Crisis book, Brock, and it's like him in a real cheesy Batman costume. We always had that. We always had that issue at the comic book store. You yeah, about? Fun, I hope that it's it's an old. It's an old Dick Grayson who's like retired. He's almost grizzled like an old Bruce Wayne would be from like Batman Beyond or something. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. You, you, guaranteed though, there's going to be some cheesy jokes. They're oh, going to yeah. make jokes about the about the '66 show. So that's yeah. cool. Um, trying to power through this Doom Patrol uh, season two got greenlit, and they're actually going to stream it on both the new HBO Max streaming service and DC Universe. Interesting. So it sounds like DC Universe is staying around, which is weird if all those shows are going to be on HBO Max too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see it. All that's just going to be one. Like DC Universe is going to be a page on like the, uh, some Warner Brothers app soon. Well, there and is the whole segregating comics, everything. comics aspect to that too, though. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, Titan season two gets a September premiere date. So that's not too far off. Um, there was a really crazy trailer for the Harley Quinn R rated animated show. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm the guy that you guys always make fun of with Deadpool and Harley Quinn. Like I'm that guy. (laughs) I love the Harley Quinn character. But this just seems stupid to me. <laughs> it feels like a money grab. It feels like, hey, it is. this is going to make nerds really want to watch. Like, you know, this is it's for fanboys. It's fanboys who think that now, you know, a DC character that was originated from an animated, the animated series like 15 years ago is now like edgy and cool. It's, it wasn't meant to be that way. Uh, so the next trailer, uh, HBO's The Watchmen, the final trailer for that. Uh, they show that Dr. Manhattan does still exist in the TV show universe. So that was kind of cool. Um, that show looks, that's another show. It looks great. It looks gritty like the movie. Um, good cast from what I've seen released so far. Um, I, I'm excited about this show. I think it's going to be cool. This, I yeah. think, will definitely keep HBO going post Game of Thrones. I'll probably get me to watch it as well. Uh, so, yeah, so we have the trailer for uh, Netflix's The Witcher. Um, it looks cool. It looks epic. It looks, um, you know, it reminds me of Game of Thrones. I don't know much about The Witcher backstory. Um, but it's a video it's, game. 
game, isn't it? It's a video game, but it was a set of novels first, from what I okay. understand. Okay. Um, and uh, a lot of people are saying, like big fans um, are talking about how great the characters all look and, you know, it looks fantastic. So it's it's sword and sorcery. I'm going to check it out. Um, you know, it should be yeah. should be fun. Um, anything else in TV? Do you guys have any TV news? No, I do not have anything. Okay. Toy news. Brock. Do you want to head us off here? Yeah, there's some a lot of toy news that came out of San Diego Comic Con this past week. Um, the big one for me, and uh, I'm sure Ken will chime in on the uh, the tie into this, but Masters of the Universe is returning to mass retail. Yep. And they're going back to the original sculpts for the figures with a retro packaging, including mini comic. But figures are updated with new articulation. Yep. See, I actually think this is cool. I mean, we talked about my Masters of the Universe collection on one of the shows we did, what, a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. Like, Masters of the Universe stuff is always... It's always hot. Like, people love it. Like, in any form Masters of the Universe comes out, people eat it up. So right. I, I'm excited for this. And Mattel hasn't done it justice in years. They did that weird subscription box thing before subscription boxes were really a thing. Yeah. With the Maddie collector. And then they went over to Super 7 and they couldn't keep them in stock. They were always selling out. So it's good to see Mattel taking the reins back and it going back to big box retailers yeah. instead of all these like mail-in and online type stuff. Which leads to the spinoff that they're doing of Masters of the Universe, and they're doing Masters of the WWE Universe. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. So they're using all the molds that they would be using for um, the He-Man guys, and then putting basically WWE heads that I bet will already be the scale from the elites, and then changing the paint jobs. So there's probably some original parts, but I doubt many, based on what we saw. So there's uh-huh. going to be uh, – so John Cena is He-Man. I kn- then, you had to know that one. Yeah. And then John, evil John Cena, they re, they repainted He-Man, and they're gonna, it's going to be Faker. So he's, like, blue, but it's his, like, when he was, like, word life uh, thugonomics John Cena. Oh, um, there's two Triple H's. He kind of represents Skeletor in the line, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to think. It's, Sting. It's Sting. What's that? The other one was Terror Clause. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I think is a, is a little nod to Terror Rising. Oh my god, I didn't even pick up on that. That's great. So I was wondering why they did two <laughs> Triple H's, but now that makes total sense. Um, Finn Balor looks, is like a, de- is with the demon stuff. He looked, didn't remind me of anybody. He kind of looked like Ram Man without his helmet to yeah. me. But other than that, that's like the only thing. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Oh my um, God, is that the Ultimate Warrior? Yes. Yes. I feel like he's more of a man in arms situation, or mixed with kind of uh, what was the the sorceress? Because he's got the big staff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm I'm trying to remember these off the top of my head because I don't have anything to look them up. Um. There's Rey Mysterio. It kind of takes over Stratus. Um. Sting takes over Clawful. 
Roman Reigns takes over Fisto. Uh, may, oh, this is the best one. They, they debuted a New Day one, which is three wrestlers, Kobe Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Biggie Langston. They're putting all of them in one person, and it's going to be Manny Faces that switches between the three, the three which is great. Oh, um, my God. The, the the best part is I sent pictures to you, Brock, of the ring. Uh-huh. The ring is 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 the same color in stone around the sides of Castle Grayskull. And then it's gonna have like a weapons rack that it used to have, like if you bought a new castle, like an old Castle Grayskull. That is great. Yeah. And these are also going to be in the retro packaging with mini comic as well. Yep. It's, I mean, I, I, so I collect what they call WWE retros, which is they remake um, wrestlers like 80s toys. I've decided that I'm, I'm probably going to collect this whole line, too, and I'll open them up because I, anymore I don't like to have toys and packages unless it's old toys or Funkos. So I'll open these up and like kind of play with them and see what they're like. I'll let them breathe, as some of the kids say. <laughs> and so, they'll work with the He-Man figures, too. Yeah, lots. Oh, yeah. I'm flipping through on WWE.com. They've got the WWE figures wrestling the He-Man figures. That's great. Oh yeah, I didn't see that yet. We left out my favorite one, the uh, Macho Man with the battle armor He-Man, and he's oh, wearing his, his T-shirt with the sunglasses on it. And every time you flip the battle armor, the glasses break a little bit more. I was excited about that. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really I, I, everything that was done for this set so far for being a, a guy that loved Masters of the Universe. That's probably the, between that and mask is what I bought the most of as a kid. And uh, being a huge wrestling fan, this is perfect. It's really nostalgic, and it really like I'm, I'm all about this. They're gonna be fun. This is hilarious. So. <laughs> So can we play a little fancy booking? If like, who, <laughs> is, is there anyone that we want to see that they haven't announced? And I'm going to steal this. I want Andre the Giant. That's one of those big gigantic guys. Like I think that'd be awesome. Because so, I'm a huge Andre Mark. I would like to see him represented as like a bigger, like some kind of in some kind of fashion. You know, I think that'd be cool. I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be big as long as they make There's Andre no the Giant Undertaker song. representation yet. Um, Undertaker would totally be Scare Glow, the glow in the dark Scarecrow guy. There's... Yeah. Speaking of that, as a segue, they announced WWE Ghostbusters figures. <laughs> so they are there's five figures in the wave, and it's The Rock, John Cena, Stone Cold, and Shawn Michaels. All in Ghostbuster gear, and you can take the gear off, and it's they they look like they have like Ghostbuster themed wrestling attire on, and then the uh, the big ghost is a Undertaker figure. It's all completely see through purple with a see through green like glowing WWE Championship belt. I'm looking at these now too, and that is great. Yeah. Mattel so, is really like grasping for straws since they lost the DC license, I think. Yeah, and I think maybe that their distribution rights and how they're doing their WWE figures might not 
I think they realized the potential of sales for WWE fans, and if they maybe did some different things, maybe they could get more dollars, like using that. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's it cost? Like they like anymore. If you look at a toy, you can see how many times it's been used other places. Really, all oh, they yeah. had to do with this, they had to take probably you know molds for backpacks they already had from the Ghostbuster movies, and they did like a Ghostbusters deluxe line. So they took those molds. Probably had to just make, you know, some 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 cloth goods, sewing like to make, you know, shirts, Ghostbuster shirts and jumpsuits to fit Mattels, or to fit like elite figures. And then there you go, bam, a whole line. Probably it probably caught. It's almost like a restaurant that already has like onions and cheese and ground meat. Like yeah, you can serve tacos and you know enchiladas. Like yeah, it's just we have all the shit here. Let's make money off the stuff we have. So. Yeah, they're smart. Yeah. I think WWE has become their most popular line, their po- most popular license, except for maybe Barbie. Probably, yeah. Do they do? Do they have Hot Wheels? Is that Mattel? I think so. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, it's it's, and it's probably it's like, it's it's different because there's Barbie collectors, but like, you know, being a wrestling collector, it's uh, you know that in like. Probably wrestling figures and DC and Marvel uh, figures are like the top ones that people collect. And Star Wars, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's and Hasbro has everything else, so yeah. they have to, they have to make the best with what they got. Where's DC figures going if Mattel doesn't have them? McFarlane Toys. What? I didn't realize that. Yeah, they showed off their their line at Comic Con. They're doing animated ones first, so I'm kind of disappointed with that because they just looked like the blocky, like Bruce Tim art style. That's disappointing. Mattel still has a couple more waves of those uh, Heroes of the Multiverse ones to come out. Okay. One cool figure they showed was an it was an Alfred that had interchangeable heads with the different actors that have played them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was neat. That was the only one that really stood out to me, though. That's sad whenever Alfred is the biggest, you know. Yeah, I know, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Moving on. I have uh, Marvel Legends announced a whole bunch of stuff at oh, Comic-Con. Yeah. There's a new Avengers wave that's going to have a Build-A-Thor figure. Uh, a Build-A-Fat Thor. Yeah. That's great. Which is kind of neat. Uh, they have an Iron Patriot armor that's labeled from Endgame. So I guess whenever uh, Rhodey came back from under the rubble, he was wearing the Iron Patriot costume, and we just didn't notice. That big armor was an Iron Patriot suit. I still got to see it again. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to come out on uh, either digital or Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, they also announced um, an X-Men line. Which is going to have a three-pack with the '90s uh, costumes for Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine. I don't, know a... who, I don't know who Don Beordy blew to get all this X-Men, Marvel Legends shit out, but <laughs> he had to suck someone off because they are. I swear to God, that every announcement they made that day was like for Don's stupid X-Men shelf. Mm-hmm. Because they're doing a Havoc and Polaris two-pack. Yep. And then their awesome. '90s gear. Yep, he's going to love it. He's going to go from 6 to midnight about that. They're doing a Danny Moonstar Walgreens exclusive. 
Okay. Is and then the three, three characters. What's that? That's the three head pack. I think. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut all over you. I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> Taking Dawn's spot of over talking. And then they're doing Age of Apocalypse with uh, Weapon X, um, Morph, and X Men, which is pretty cool. I like those. So they all look good. Yeah, it's been a long time since they've done any Age of Apocalypse type merch of any kind, honestly. You can tell There's a Spider really- Wave coming out in the spring. They're doing another Vehicle Wave, which is going to include Cosmic Ghost Rider and Squirrel Girl's Moped. Stupid. They're doing a Deadpool Wave where you can build a strong guy. That's cool. Which is another Don Viore <laughs> thing, I'm sure. Yep. And then they just had a bunch of random ones that they didn't put into a wave yet. They're doing a giant, giant man figure. They're doing Doctor Doom, She-Hulk, and the Punisher. But they haven't announced what wave they're going to come in next. Okay. So, that's about all. I mean, there's a ton of other toy stuff from the, from oh, the yeah. show, but I don't go too deep into it. So my excitement from the the toys at Comic Con was they showed the um, the sculpts, uh, well the final figures for the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie uh, of Jay and Bob. Um, and Ken, you are the one that talked me into start collecting these when you showed them to me at the store that one day. What? And so okay. I think I think I bought I think it was Jay and Bob from clerks the black and white figures yeah and then from there i now have one, two, three, <laughs> i now have 13 <laughs> i have all the figures that are available today i wish i only had 13 of figures that I <laughs> well and right? then i have my pop i have my pop shit behind me but as far as figures go those are the ones i have but i've got um clerks um Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, um, and then Mallrats are the the three movies that I have uh, figures for. So I didn't is so bear with me because I am out of the Kevin Smith loop. Is there new people playing Jay and Silent Bob? No. Okay. No, Kevin and Jay are playing the real Jay and Silent Bob, but okay. then they have new actors playing Bluntman and Chronic. And Jay and Bob because they're going to Hollywood to break up another movie. Uh, they're the the, the storyline behind this is Hollywood has decided to reboot the movie that they were doing originally, and Kevin and and Jay and Bob are going to Hollywood to stop the reboot from happening. Okay. <laughs> as long as uh, what's his name Vanderbeek said it, the guy that fucked the pie. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, they're both in it. Um, ben Affleck and Matt Damon are both in it. Um, Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Um, uh, Chris Jericho, Method Man and Red Man. Um, Justin Long. Um, oh God, there, there's there's going to be cameos galore. Um, Shannon Elizabeth is like she oh. quit acting. She's coming back to do this movie. Um, <laughs> It, it, this is going to be epic. I cannot wait for this movie. This should be. I'll, I'll go see it. I 
trying to think the last movie I saw his was Red State. Which I liked, but man, that was seemed to me like a departure for him. I like was, his comedy. <laughs> it was it yeah. was very different. It was very politically charged and different. I didn't mind it. Um it was interesting. Yeah. And then Tusk was just I didn't watch it. God, that was holy shit. Anyway. <laughs> um so yeah, so that was my that was my toy news from, from Comic Con. Cool. So what's next? Do we have video game news? Uh yeah, Brock had a little video game news too. Sweet. Yeah, I have a couple things. Um yesterday Pokemon Go did the uh Team Rocket event. Oh. And they kind of just dropped the ball on it because it only was live for eight hours and then it went offline and everyone was mad that they didn't get to participate in it. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed. And it was pretty cool because I saw a couple uh, of the Pokemon. That you, what it was was there were black Pokestops, and if you spun them, a Team Rocket member would show up and you battle them. And if you beat them, they abandon their Pokemon and you can try and catch it. But okay. they're like possessed or something because they're like they have this black smoke coming out of them and have red eyes. But if you break them from their Team Rocket training, they become like a super Pokemon that levels up fast and evolves for less candy. Their IVs shoot up, all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So I think it was just like a soft launch just, just to see if it would work. But and they pissed people of, off by uh, not having it last too long. <laughs> right. Because everyone's like, oh, I'm going to check that out when I get home from work. But then by the time everyone got off work, it was done. Wow. So. So there was that. Yeah, it actually ended by the time because uh, I put it on here this afternoon, and by the time we were recording, it was over. So. I saw people posting about it, but I, I didn't even give me enough time to like care about opening it up and actually checking it out. <laughs> well, you missed out, Ken. It's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other tidbit of video game news that I have here is uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 came out last week. Okay. And they've already announced uh, four DLC packs. One is a free X-Men one featuring uh, Cyclops and Colossus that comes out at the end of August. It's going to be free. And then they're doing a another X-Men one. They haven't announced. I, think they, I don't think they've announced who they are. And then Marvel Knights and Fantastic Four throughout the rest of the year. So they're, I think they're trying to get those Fox properties in there because they got the rights now. They probably didn't put a lot in the game originally, but now that they, Marvel and Disney have it all, they're gonna, they're gonna use it all. I'm, I'm guessing. Well, that's cool. That's, uh, the game that. looks neat. Like I don't have a Switch; it's a Switch exclusive. But the yeah. roster of characters is pretty good. It has Elsa Bloodstone as a character in the game. Oh wow! Uh, Rocket and Groot are together as one character instead of taking up two slots. I'm cool with that. Yeah, a couple other ones were neat. Uh, Crystal's a character in the game. Wow, that's some deep like some deep dives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I ever get a Switch, I'll definitely... That'll be one of the first things I purchase. But that's all the game stuff I've got. Cool. Yeah, and I don't have anything. Um, Like, as far as PC and big box, there's 
not a lot going on right now. There's a lot of waiting for games that are coming, but there's been a resurgence in the online like Twitch world. A lot more people have started picking up Minecraft again. Uh, Minecraft <laughs> is getting kind of a a, a re um, uh, a re up fans. A lot of people playing it and watching it. Um, a lot of people have gone back to Ark. Um, they had that DLC that dropped a few weeks ago, and a lot of people have been playing that again. Um, but not a lot new. So, just playing old school stuff now. Cool. Um, do either of you guys have any comic book news? I'm so out of the loop. That's usually... I, I don't really... That's Don Stick. Yeah. I didn't see anything come out this week, which is surprising when comic... They one thing, well, I guess I have one small thing. That Power of uh, X and House of X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually the Roman numeral 10. So it's House of 10, Power of 10. Weird. So everyone's kind of speculating that it's going to be like 10 mutants or something like that that repopulate them or have all the mutant powers or something goofy like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like they showed a lot of covers for that. And I don't want to get into it because I know Don will want to talk about all that stuff. Um, and it's not, I don't think, anything that's too groundbreaking that we can't wait to get more in the weeds in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like they, they made some interesting teams. You saw Vulcan back. You saw um, the X-Force team's weird. Like, it's just, is, it's different. Hickman's really doing a lot of changes to make it fresh and Mm-hmm. New stuff. So, okay. Any sports news this week? The, the only thing. Suck. I'm sorry, good, Brock. The Pirates suck. Well, yeah. <laughs> the All Star break killed their momentum. It always does. It always does. Um, the only thing I have is on the wrestling uh, front. They announced. That uh, AEW will start airing live on Wednesday nights on October 2nd. Uh, the first show will be in D.C., the Capital Capital One Arena, where the Washington Capitals play. It's a 20,000-seat arena, so we'll see if they'll be able to fill it up. Tickets haven't gone on sale yet, but see how it goes. Should be interesting. Yep. And that's all I got. Yeah, I don't have any sports news. Of course you don't, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Anything so, else, Brock? I'm good. Any- oh, wait, wait. I did have one, one small tidbit. Okay. I got a box of 21 pops from Toy Wars today. Are you serious? Yes. Of course, no chases or anything like that, but they did what they could fulfill of my order they finally sent to me along with Four hundred and sixty dollars in store credit. Oh my god! What, what? How are you gonna spend that at that site? Like, that's that's gonna be a, a challenge, but we'll see. Because they don't have anything. I was gonna say you could probably buy their entire online inventory right now for four hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> probably. But they did wow. at least send me something. Well, good. Any of the Bob Ross pops? I got two of the three. I didn't get to chase, of course. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That that's, that pisses me off. That whole situation. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm just trying to like settle up with them because I would kind of, I kind of have a feeling that they're just going to be gone here in the next month or so. Yeah, it certainly sounds that way. Especially yeah, because they, uh, they don't have anything to use. Exactly. On June 17th is whenever he said, "All right, I'm going to put those ones that, that we have in stock in the mail for you." And I never got anything, so I emailed him like, "Look, dude, it's been a month. You promised me that we were going to work on be on the up and up here, but here we go, a month of radio silence again." And then two days later, it's like he overnighted it to me. <laughs> wow. So we'll see. Shady man. Yeah. It might be worth just going out there and like taking that much merchandise out of their store and sending it back here. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be funny. Can you imagine walking in there with that dude with that store credit thing for four hundred and sixty dollars? Yeah, because it's a comic store too. I could go out and get some like Silver Age or something like that if he's got anything. Yeah, or just go buy one thing. Be like, yeah, I have a, here. I got this. Yeah. Find the nicest item in the store. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get the nicest thing, then flip it. Like. Yep. It wasn't in online. San Diego. <laughs> What's that? It wasn't in San Diego. Yeah. I wonder if he I sold don't... some stuff and made enough money to send you pops. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're open during Comic Con. I finally made some money to send this out. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part about it is, like, the stuff was paid for two years ago. Yeah. So, like, he just took the money that I paid for the things I wanted and spent it on whatever, you know, who knows. But he probably a has other. a really nice house, a really nice car, and a boat. <laughs> probably, because I'm sure I'm not the only person he did this to. Oh, he's not. Google it. People are pissed. Just, just judging by the Yelp reviews. So. Yeah. Okay, we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, glad you got a little bit of resolution there. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Yeah. Uh, Ken, take us out. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, invite, leave us some comments, rate us five stars on iTunes. Right now, we are averaging at five stars. So don't be that fucker that ruins it for us and, <laughs> and votes us for less than five stars. So uh, check us out and. Uh, Yeah, have a great night, everybody. Later.